Hipster Bricks by Denver Day. The Cost of Doing Business. The Price of Egalitarianism in the 21st Century. Or It Takes Money to Make Money. Part 66. Since sounding far doesn't mean jack, we ran like hell. We could hear the rounds whizzing through the air, but we made it. We never saw the shooter. We had a successful out-of-state job. We did wonder just exactly who we were meant to impress. This generally, as we discussed, on route back to District of Federal. Just a more or less a fishing expedition on the part of some party or parties. That's nature of the business. That machine gun fire, I said, that is a language. Right, said Red Chelsea. If they wanted us, they could have had us. Translation is, for watching, and we're letting you walk. Problem is, added Sam. Sam Mary, and rightly she was. That this means an additional port and logistical web of our operation. No necessarily one that our actual operating command protocol is privy to. Right, I don't know. I agreed. Our whole operation is, of course, involving a need-to-know-only basis of information dissemination. Therefore, it might just be bending back. It may have been a critical message, if only to say hello. It wasn't, certainly. And, you know, I don't know. Don't get wrapped around the axle about it. It's Mexico, Red Chelsea said. Of course it is. And the contents of the message is good news. Nevertheless, it is a fact. Part of the message is outside of our existing operational structure. There are those who reserve the right to carry on such dialogue with us as they see fit, but generally it is an affirmation of what we already knew, or we wouldn't be here. But, uh, said I, this dialogue is exclusive of any other conversations which might be occurring. Politics can change as fast as lightning. Yeah, but Mexico's position is not going to change, not on our account, Red Chelsea said, but that does not mean that someone else's won't. It's simply the cost of doing this sort of business. It's part of the calculated risk. It's a known potential. But more or less, I think we can successfully immerse our command chain wherever it's successful. It works. I was trying to forsooth whether we were going to retire down here, so to speak, and end up just controlling it and you know, cooling it in old Mexico for the next 30 to 50 years, statistically, if we, until we needed a malt. Statistically, if we continued doing this sort of work, the likelihood of us getting zeroed increased, regardless of whether we kept it up down here, back in the States, or somewhere ever else, and how good at it we were, and how good our... Uh, you know, uh, protocols were. That didn't mean it was destiny. And the word retire means different things to different people and different walks of life. Also, there's the issue of the duplicitous philosophical nature of the meaning of life, which I previously discussed. That is, none of this truly matters, yet aesthetics matter, therefore, service therewith does matter, thus begging the question of linear history and its subjective front and back doors. That is, like, Julie, we had to be mindful of our own clocks for the sake of timely aesthetics, working them. Clocks, that is. Death is simply change. That is important to know. But beyond that, and there is beyond it, the budgeting of it, time-wise, and, you know, if you will, becomes something of importance. The irony which follows is that death isn't death. It doesn't really have to go down as such, however. 
it can be squandered, and because the hegemons of sex and death are quite robust, death can be become quite the fickle bitch if not properly serviced and entertained. So I was thinking, how strongly do I need to consider it to be an option during our current foray into foreign affairs, and is such a timely application of it auspicious enough to incorporate the ontology of death, mine or the girl's, or mine and the girl's? some combination of that, in such a fashion as to weigh more heavily into the statistical oversight of our operations down here, or not. Anyway, it is said, make hay while the sun shines, and wisely so, I say. Just how hot was our Mexican rod? Now that was the question at hand, no? One easy way to put the game out of our best efforts at, at control and add entropy or to up the ante hugely at the pleasure of the hegemons of sex and death, if you will, was to start angling around with the local wildlife. All zoological representation was at hand. It was uh, just a matter of mashing it up. The intel on us and what we were doing was no mystery or secret, you know, in a certain, you know, light. And we were lucky enough to have the sanction of the watch. But business is business, and everybody was open for it in Mexico City. Life is an open market, and for every season, turn, 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 to turn a phrase. And if you find a market that is not open, there's a problem. Typically a local government problem. I was thinking on it, to be sure. But regardless of what decision I came to, I did not anticipate it having to be done without the counsel of Red and Sam. The ante did not need to be upped so capriciously as for me to flush us all down the turlet without at least first consulting with my immediate partners. Anyway, to go too far extreme in any direction removes the uncertainty of the game, and that is uh, not the way to play cards, and it does nothing to be found uh, useful by the hegemons of this or that or the other. So there is a difference between playing cards for the sake of playing and playing to hustle people. The latter exemplifies a misunderstanding of the marketplace at large. It also begs the question of whether or not you can actually truly cheat at cards among friends. 